Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Very big show we have for you today. Massive right-wing victory in Italy causes panic in globalists around the world. We will be spending quite a bit of time on that, as well as some pretty horrific LGBTQ videos that came out this weekend. If you've been on the internet, you probably know what I'm talking about. If not, stay tuned. Boy, is it disturbing. And we're going to be talking about, of course, the war in Ukraine and so much more. We'll do the Daily Dispatch on the other side. First, let's start with this, the latest from Greg Reese. Abomination of justice. Find and share it at band.video. Here it is. The biggest concern for the judge in the Alex Jones trial is for the jury to see through their deception. So before the jury is allowed in, she clearly reminds Jones how he's not allowed to defend himself. Um, There are certain areas that um, your attorney is well aware of, as um, is opposing counsel, that um, are not going to be asked about and cannot be testified about. And I'm more than happy to go over. It's a very short list, and I'm more than happy to go over it with you if you want me to. But if you don't want me to, that's fine, too. I'm simply trying to avoid any issues in front of the jury. I don't want to have any unpleasantness. There's no other way to put it. So that's why I'm willing to do it if you want me to do it, to do it but I don't have to do it. Well, please do, Judge, because... Uh, okay, that's enough. My lawyers, that, things they told me about that, the, yes, the, yes was en- the yes was enough. That's all I need to know. And the lawyers know not to ask you these questions, so the only way there would be a problem is if you gave a non-responsive answer. Um, So if I just go over it briefly, I don't think we're going to have any problem at all. So the lawyers are not going to ask you about, nor can you offer any testimony about, the plaintiff's settlement with the former defendants, Wolfgang Halbig and Corey Sklanka, um, the Soto versus Bushmaster case, and who the plaintiff did not sue. So I understand you may not agree with those rulings, and this is just a yes or a no answer. Do you understand that you may not testify on those topics? Yes. Okay. So there can be no testimony, and there's not going to be any questions, obviously, regarding the maximum amount of Sandy Hook coverage on your shows or the percentage or proportion of Sandy Hook coverage. Uh, Yes or no, do you understand that that's not testimony that you can offer? You're not going to be asked about it, and you can't offer it. Yes. Good. Okay. Um, You may not offer testimony, and you're not going to be asked um, about whether you substantially complied or you produced everything or that you um, challenged the basis for the default ruling. All of these issues may be the basis for an appeal, but they're not going to be asked, nor can you offer that testimony. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay. Um, Finally, the First Amendment is not an issue in this hearing in damages. No one is going to ask you about the First Amendment. This is not the appropriate forum for you you to offer that testimony. Do you understand that, sir? Yes. All right. Is there anything that prevents you from understanding what we just talked about? I understand as long as they don't ask those questions. Right. They're not going to ask you those questions. If they did, I mean, they're officers of the court and they understand the rulings. So they're not going to ask you those questions. After attacking free speech systems, all American business model, 
The plaintiffs then focus on a single video that went viral 10 years ago featuring Robbie Parker. This video was played on InfoWars because it was a viral video, which alone made it newsworthy. Once the plaintiffs established that InfoWars played this video, they dramatically introduced an emotional Robbie Parker in the courtroom. The cameras move in for the close-up, shaking with emotion by the mere presence of Alex Jones for playing a viral video. As far as Alex Jones's crimes, it's not clear what their claim is. But their argument is clear. According to the plaintiffs, alternative media should not exist and should not be allowed to report the news. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. All right, folks, please do share that video, band.video, an abomination of justice, the latest from Greg Reese. Join us on the other side. We'll do our daily dispatch. Take your calls. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. We are still live at Infowars.com and band.video. Thanks so much for being here with us. Just a huge, huge, huge day of news today as it encompasses the entire weekend of news. And I know it always seems like a big news day because there's always some devious machinations of the globalists to report on and attempt to counteract. But it's just crazy today. I mean, really, we're, we're setting new records. We're about to do the Daily Dispatch. But if you want to find all the stories that we're going to cover today and even the ones that we don't get to, you can go to my Substack, harrisonhillsmith.substack.com. If you sign up for it, you also get the uh, video dispatch. 120 videos I had this weekend. 120 videos. It's a record. It's a new record. I, I picked out the top 20, and we'll get to maybe half of them today. So you got to do your own research on this stuff. You got to go find this stuff. Go to Infowars.com. Read the stories for yourselves. I'm just, I'll just try to provide you this bird's eye view of the war as it takes place on the battlefields beneath our wings. Let's begin today, as we do every day, with our daily dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Monday, the 26th of September, 2022. 
Maloney's right-wing alliance wins clear majority in Italian elections. First Sweden, now Italy. This is the story at Infowars.com via Zero Hedge. Europe's unelected authoritarian leader, Ursula von der Leyen, is not going to be happy. According to early exit polls out of Italy, the right-wing bloc of Giorgia Maloney which ultra-left-wing press just can't stop comparing to Mussolini, is set for a historic, if largely expected, victory and clear majority, if, however, not a supermajority, which will propel Maloney to the top of the Italian government as the country's next prime minister, ushering in a historic right-wing shift for a country that, like Sweden two weeks ago, has traditionally been very left-wing. We're going to cover this quite a bit in today's show. I just want to point out, people are acting as if in this article as well kind of hints that this was some sort of victory against Ursula van der Leyen. Now, we covered last week the comment she made, her veiled threats, saying if Italy decides to go right wing, we have tools at our disposal to sway them. You know, her Darth Vader-ish, we will find other ways to motivate them, veiled, thinly veiled threat against the Italian people. I just want to make it clear, she wasn't saying that they would do things to prevent Maloney from being elected. Now that she's been elected, now the attack is going to take place. Now the pressure is going to be start, start to be put on uh, the Italian people. Now the various networks of NGOs and media establishment and the EU and the other partner countries in this cabal are all going to be doing everything they can to punish Italy for daring to pick somebody that actually has their interest in mind. The same thing that happened with Donald Trump. So yes, the veiled threat from Ursula von der Leyen was an attempt to prevent the Italian people from electing Maloney, but that wasn't really it. Now now the threat will come to fruition. Now they'll start carrying out their, again, devious machinations against the people of Italy for daring to vote for somebody that actually has their interest above everybody else's. So again, we'll cover that extensively, and we'll show you her acceptance speech, which has already lit the internet on fire, and we'll cover that. And celebrate the turning of the tide in the great awakening that's happening across the globe. Meanwhile, you have this story at InfoWars. Pfizer CEO gets COVID for the second time in six weeks. Well, that's how you know it's working, folks. Pfizer CEO Albert Borla has tested positive for COVID-19 for the second time in six weeks, despite being vaccinated four times. Well, that's his issue. He's behind. He's behind on his booster shots. He's supposed to be up to six or seven by this point. Four? What is he, an anti-vaxxer? Borla previously claimed his company's vaccine was 100% effective in preventing coronavirus infection, but Borla announced his diagnosis in a Twitter post on Saturday, stating he was feeling well and symptom-free. The pharma chief has received four doses, an initial, t- uh, an initial two shots and two boosters of his company's mRNA vaccine, and said that he's not yet had Pfizer's new bivalent booster shot as he tested positive for COVID-19 already in August. Just amazing. Isn't it? We have a lot of news on that front as well. The more information comes out, the more clearly the case is being made that this vaccine never worked even a little bit and is massively dangerous. Finally, or not finally, but next we have this story, probably the biggest story over the weekend, and for good reason. FBI raids home of pro-life Christian with guns drawn as family watches in horror. The FBI used a major show of force to arrest pro-life Christian Mark Hook, 48 with dozens of agents reportedly descending on his home with guns drawn as his wife and children looked on in horror. Early Friday morning, the FBI 
arrived at the residence in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, and began pounding on the door. Despite putting his hands up and willingly cooperating, multiple agents pointed guns in Mark's, uh, Mark's face, and his families, including his seven children, were forced to watch their dad shackled and taken away, according to family representative Brian Middleton, who spoke with CBN's Faithwire. This is all related to a protest outside of a Planned Parenthood when a pro-abortion person was making threats and Mark Hook pushed him. Says here, Hook was at the abortion clinic praying and ministering within his legal rights on the sidewalk, not on clinic property, when, according to Middleton, it was this guy Love, Bruce Love, who approached the 12-year-old son and began unleashing a string of vile comments cursing the young man. That's when Hook intervened and eventually pushed Love in order to protect his son, causing Love to fall to the ground. That's when police were called and eventually decided there was lack of evidence of an assault taking place and declined to pursue the issue even further, uh, any farther. So the police said, nah, it wasn't really an issue. And then I believe, and we'll get into this more later in the show, but they essentially, they uh, the uh, attorney general or whoever would have the authority at the time also said, yeah, there's no case here. This wasn't an assault. This was a little scuffle, but it's kind of the guy's fault in the first place for running up and yelling, verbally assaulting a 12-year-old. So we're just going to drop this case. And that's when the FBI and the DOJ came in and said, actually, this man is an extremist domestic terrorist. Let's destroy his life. And again, we'll get into that later in the show. We also have this over the weekend. Fire breaks out at the world's biggest produce market in Paris. A blaze at a massive produce market supplies, that supplies Paris with much of its fresh food sent a billowing column of dark smoke towering over the French capital before it was brought under control, which is just the latest in the continuously, just incredibly long string of food processing plants, farms, Markets going up in flames inexplicably, one after the other. This international market called Rungus International Market is absolutely massive, 7,000 square meters, something like 12,000 people working there on a daily basis. It's a small town unto itself. They say the sprawling wholesale market is a veritable town unto itself with more than 12,000 people working there and warehouses filled with fruits and vegetables, seafood, meats, dairy products, and flowers across France and around the world. Tell you what, a little, little word of advice. If you're, some, if you're in management or if you own a market or a, a food processing plant, I know, I know it seems crazy, but you should hire armed guards. You should have 24-hour cameras watching every you should treat that food processing plant like it's fort knox because somebody is doing something around the world that is causing this unprecedented streak of fires and explosions and catastrophes at food processing plants of course all of this is directly in line and coinciding with the open activity of the world economic forum and others to forcibly shut down farms across the world so it's a little suspicious, I think, but regardless, food now apparently is is the new gold, and you got to keep it under lock and key and protect it with your life because otherwise it's going to mysteriously combust a conflagration of unknown origin over and over again. Just a little word of advice there. Finally, we have this story. Bank of England says UK paper banknotes only good for one, one more week, reminding us once again the stark evidence of the fact that when your money is fiat, they can just take it away whenever they want. It's not worth anything anymore. Turn it in. It's over. Apparently, they're reissuing plastic banknotes 
as another step towards the digital bank central controlled currency that will enslave us all. Yes, folks, the Great Reset isn't coming. It's here. And now it's time to fight back before it destroys everything that we love. Like the food that we eat. We'll be back. It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year. And I believe the most powerful. The man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic. The man in the arena. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. It's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalist. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is funding the information war against the globalist. Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history. And thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com or you can go to patriotcollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. Everybody knows that high quality fish oil does fantastic things for your cardiovascular system, for your brain, for every part of your body. But what I don't see being promoted is the fact that it has natural psychotropic effects. It certainly does for me. When I take a couple of these capsules an hour before bed, my sleep, my dreams are amazing. Now, there are actually some studies out there linking it to amazing events in the brain. But I want you to experience it for yourself. We know it's good for your heart. We know it's good for your brain. We know it's good for your arteries and veins and your lungs and every other function in your body. But I want you to experience this high-grade fish oil, this ultimate fish oil, at InfoWarsTore.com and see what it does if you take it before bedtime. Ultimate fish oil, 50% off, now exclusively available at InfoWarsTore.com. Thank you all for your support. You're really going to miss out if you don't get it. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. folks how dare you how dare you italy do you know how upset you're making the new york times you know do you know how many billionaires are quietly crying into their piles of money right now that you dared to choose somebody not of their appointment how dare you uh, frankly i think you should apologize you should feel bad for daring to elect somebody who actually has your interest in mind, cares about you, and wants to run the government of Italy for the people of Italy. Just how, da- how, how very dare you? <laughs> What's that phrase they use? <laughs> yes, folks, they're not happy. No, they're very mad, actually. They're extremely upset and, and are angrily wagging their finger at the people of Italy. New York Times has this story. Europe looks at Italy's Giorgia Mioni with caution and trepidation. Oh, Oh, dear. Oh, no. She represents Italy. What are we going to do? Meanwhile, of course, the rest of Europe is collapsing into bonfire, right? It's all just going down in absolute flames everywhere else. And uh, how dare you try to pull yourself out of that? How dare you reject the programs that are openly and purposefully destroying your very way of life? 
you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to quietly disappear from existence, not stand up against the attacks against you. Come on, Italy. Darn it. You're really making them feel bad. I mean, literally, it's just, they can't. They can't just report it as what happened, right? They can't just say the uh, Italian uh, election swings to the right as nationalist Georgia Maloney wins majority in parliament. Right? Those are the facts. That's just what actually happened. Now, you, and you can, I guess, leave it up to your readers or the audience to determine whether that's a, a good or a bad thing. No, everything has to be couched in emotive language so you understand how you should feel about a thing before you even learn it. It's not, you know, they elect Maloney. It's Europe weeps as Italy elects Maloney. Innocent brown people shake in fear as Maloney elected. It's just they have to tell you how to think because if they didn't, then you might actually look for yourself and see that what Maloney is representing and what she's proposing and what her stance is is actually perfectly reasonable, totally normal, was the absolute standard for most of human history until the last few decades when the globalists decided actually their religion, their ideology, their view of humanity as a plague upon the earth and something to be stomped down into dust and reformed entirely for their own design. That needs to be the highest priority, and anybody breaking from that, even the slightest, deserves ridicule and war. And we'll show you exactly why. I mean, it makes sense, though. It makes sense because she gets exactly what their plan is. I mean, we are entering into a world. Fathom this for a moment, folks. If you've been an InfoWars viewer for a, a little while, if you're just tuning in, welcome. We love, we love to have you here on the side of light and goodness and justice and reasonableness and humanity versus the darkness and satanic forces arrayed against us. But if you've been here for a while, it might be shocking to you, the idea that not only is InfoWars still around, but the people being elected these days sound an awful lot like InfoWars. It seems like this message that started as Alex Jones is a, a voice in the wilderness crying out and receiving nothing but disdain from the powers that be. The things that he has been preaching and talking about and discussing for the last several decades – are now emerging from the mouths of prime ministers and newly elected presidents and victorious champions of their people across the world. I mean, what we're going to show you now, this video, it's been making the rounds on Twitter, again, for good reason. Clip number nine here. We're going to read this and just, just I'm sure you'll see, as I do, how reflective her rhetoric is of the reality of what's going on she gets it everybody gets it everybody knows the people that are running europe at this point from the eu from brussels or from you know yachts on the mediterranean do not have the interest of the european people in mind instead are engaged in a concerted effort to destroy the very people they rule over and the election of Giorgio maloney is a response to that Hopefully, it's an effective one. Here is Georgia Maloney after her victory. She says, this is what we're going to do here today. This is about what we're going to do here today. Why is the family an enemy? 
Why is the family so frightening? There is a single answer to all these questions. Because it defines us. Because it is our identity. Because everything that defines us is now an enemy. For those who would like us to no longer have an identity, to simply be perfect consumer slaves. And so they attack national identity. They attack religious identity. They attack gender identity. They attack family identity. I can't define myself as an Italian, Christian, woman, mother. No. I must be citizen X, gender X, parent one, parent two. I must be a number. Because when I'm only a number, when I no longer have an identity or roots, then I will be the perfect slave at the mercy of financial speculators. The perfect consumer. Rousing applause. That's the reason why. That's why we inspire so much fear. That's why this event inspires so much fear. Because we do not want to be numbers. We will defend the value of the human being. We will defend the value of the human being, every single human being, because each of us has a unique genetic code that is unrepeatable. And like it or not, that is sacred. We will defend it. We will defend God, country, and family. Those things that disgust people so much. We will do it to defend our freedom. Because we will never be slaves and simple consumers at the mercy of financial speculators. That is our mission, and that is why I came here today. Chesterton wrote more than a century ago. Let's see if I can find it. Fires will be kindled to testify that two and two make four. Swords will be drawn to prove that leaves are green in the summer. The time has arrived. We are ready. Thank you. And she's gone. I mean, I mean, what is happening? I mean, what's ha- I can tell you what's happening. What's happening is the Great Awakening. What's happening is finally, after years and years and years of this anti-human, disgusting, consumerist, corporate, banker-driven ideology being forced down the throat of the world population, finally, people are waking up to it. Finally, those that are enforcing it have gone too far. They've overplayed their hand they've taken their mask off and we see the vampiric visage beneath and we don't like it and we reject it and finally and thank god somebody is standing up against this and can you imagine can you imagine being the type of person that hears that speech celebrating family celebrating god celebrating identity and nationality and country and finding that to be a threat finding that scary Finding that something that needs to be force, forcefully uh, opposed at every measure. If that speech scared you, you're an evil person. I'm sorry to have to tell you this. But you're going to lose. You've chosen the side of evil. And you will fall like evil always falls. This is just the beginning, folks. Stay with us. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. I wouldn't be surprised if this doesn't have an operational name. In fact, I bet it does. I bet it's called Operation Matador. They see us as the bull, and they are shaking a red flag in our face. And the Matador is the deep state with a long, scary...
skinny, razor-sharp sword so that when the bull lunges forward, the matador uses the force of its weight to drive it into the heart and step aside with his cape as the bull buries himself into the dust. They've got the ace of spades in their hand, which is false flags. Before you launch a war, you stage false flags. That's the first thing you do, because nobody wants to say they started a war. Bad guys start wars. So every time a war gets launched by bad guys, they stage an event. This is Operation Matador. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right. Welcome back, folks. We're going to continue to talk about Europe here for a moment. Just wild what's happening on that continent. Continue your phone calls throughout the show today. Lots and lots of videos to show you. We'll probably go to some of those here in just a second lots of transgender stuff to talk about today our favorite don't you love it we don't have any actual problems in this country we have to fabricate them uh it's great but if you just look at europe as a whole right now in total look at all the things happening in all the places and just try to determine whether or not they're on a good trajectory or a bad trajectory it's not that complicated just look at the uk where for the last Two weeks or so, there's been pretty much a full-fledged racial war going on there between Hindus and Pakistani Muslims raiding each other's shops, mobs rushing and and, uh, beating each other and overwhelming the police. At the same time, you have, or perhaps as a response to that, far-right demonstrators, a.k.a. just normal patriots, demanding government overturns its immigration policy as Met arrest man. This from the Daily Mail. Far-right demonstrators demand the British government overturns its immigration policies as the police make arrests to keep them apart from anti-fascist counter-demo. And at the same time, as a result of the protests going on in Iran, there are pro-regime and anti-regime forces clashing in the UK from the Iranian side. So you've got Hindus versus Muslims clashing. You've got Iranians versus Iranians Clashing all of this in the UK, I remind you, and also you have the far right or just right wing patriots that are sick of seeing their country torn apart by imported ethnic strife from thousands of miles away and the countervailing anti so-called anti-fascist regime foot soldiers who are fighting against those patriotic Britons who are sick of seeing their country sold out. From underneath them, just massive conflict, clashes, violence, police raids, military formations marching in the street to go counteract the ethnic violence that has been imported en masse. And then you have the so-called conservative leader that was recently appointed, Liz Truss, loosening the immigration rules in a bid for growth. See, that's what you get in the loving democracies of Europe. If the people want it, it gets ignored. I mean, just if it causes trouble, the trouble gets hidden and the cause is continued to allow to flourish. Why wouldn't you why wouldn't you want to stay 
with these people? Why wouldn't you want to continue doing what these people are doing? And that, of course, is just the immigration aspect of things. We're going to get into as well a little bit later. As sort of all of these topics come together, we've got Europe and we've got drag queens and transgenderism and children. And then we have these coming together with the government of Spain actually openly saying that children of any age would be able to have sex with anybody. It's horrific. But these are the values of Europe. As Reuters reports, human rights and access to abortion are European values, says France's PM after Italy election. French Prime Minister Elizabeth Bourne said the European Union would closely follow the respect of certain human rights and values such as women's access to abortion as she responded to Italy's election result. Imagine that being your highest value. See, we played the video in the last segment of Georgia Maloney. Her highest values were things like God, family, country, self-determination. Right. Human being, a human being, not being a consumer number, not being a a barcoded slave of the banking class. These are real values. These are something you can actually fight for, sink your teeth into, understand on an innate spiritual level. On the other hand, they have uh, abortion and diversity. Wow. Fantastic. Amazing. Can't believe you're losing. In Europe, they say we have certain values and obviously we will be vigilant. There's a human rights value and respect and the respect of others, namely the right to have access to an abortion should be upheld by all. While adding that she did not want to comment on the democratic choice of the Italian people. Like they don't even care about democracy. You get that, right? Like the other things that they claim to care about, it's just if they're useful to them. If the democratic process delivers power to them, they love it. They will defend it with their lives. Any attempt to prevent it is treason of the highest level. But when the democratic vote goes against them, well, suddenly things need to need to change a little bit. Well, now we need the bureaucracies and the corporations and the military maybe to step in and correct the people's vote. As, again, Ursula van der Leyen, scion of... Two, no less than two ancient noble families and unelected leader of the European Union said in her thinly veiled threat. I should have gotten that video for today. I had so many videos for today. I was like, yeah, we played it last week. I don't need to show it again. But you all saw it. And if you didn't, you got to go to Bandai Video and watch uh, the show from last Friday, I believe, where you saw Ursula van der Leyen in no uncertain terms say, if Italy chooses the right wing path, we have tools to deploy against them. First and foremost amongst those tools is, of course, media pressure. We're going to talk a lot about media pressure in today's show as well. Again, far-right demonstrators demand government overturns its immigration policy. So, you know, these are the things that are happening in Europe right now as they continue to pursue the suicidal trail of globalism and Eurocentrism. London banks prepare for possible black uh, blackouts. Banking and financial firms in London are closely studying and updating contingency electricity supply plans to protect themselves and their customers in case power outages hit the UK this winter. Again, this is one of those completely fabricated, manufactured problems. There is no lack of energy. There is no lack of fuel or lack of the supply chain, lack of ability to get the fuel that you need to burn to get the energy that you need to survive, it's all there. It's all readily available. It's all within reach. It's just standing over the people of Europe 
is the EU and the globalist combines in the World Economic Forum with a horsewhip in their hand smacking you in the face every time you reach out for that pile of coal that's sitting there ready to be burned. No, you have to freeze. You have to starve. You have to experience blackouts and not be able to go anywhere because their transportation is down. All of this because the World Economic Forum deems it so because they've decided that this should be the case. In Brussels, they have shut down for the first time in 40 years a power plant that provided 10 percent of the country's electricity in the form of nuclear power. They shut it down. Why? <laughs> Just because they were told to, I guess. No other reason. Climate change, maybe. I mean, you'd think nuclear power is the solution to climate change, but they don't have to be consistent because they're totalitarian. They can change their mind at a, at a whim, and they can impose extreme suffering on their citizens without recourse. After 90 years, German bakery to close as energy costs soar. For 90 years, Engelbert Schlechter-Kremens, something's family, has been baking wheat rolls, rye bread, and chocolate cakes on the West, in the western German city of Cologne. Next month, they'll turn off the ovens for good because they can no longer afford rising energy prices resulting from Russia's war in Ukraine. Correction resulting from the sanctions put on Russia following the war in Ukraine, the invasion in Ukraine. So, you know, it's just uh, just another sacrifice we have to make, just another body to throw on the pyre, just another, you know, th- throat slit at the top of the pyramid and letting the blood run down the steps in service to the, the sun god of climate change. Just a 90-year-old family business closing. But don't worry, folks. I'm sure Walmart or whatever the German equivalent still has factories running where there's no people involved and it's mostly robots and all the food is GMO and none of it's homemade or nutritional or, or wholesome at all. Uh, those will continue to operate. Those have the, the corporate financial and banking backing to continue operation regardless of the pressure that the World Economic Forum, uh, Forum puts on people. It's those small businesses, those 90-year-old family-owned Businesses, those will be the ones going down in flames at the behest of the World Economic Forum. But if you try to leave this group, if you try to break out of this ideology, you're a right-wing extremist, you're Nazis, and the world will turn against you. That's the message that the Italians are apparently deaf to. Thank God. We'll be back with more. People ask me all the time, what is your best nootropic? You've got TurboForce, you've got BrainForce Plus, and you've got BrainForce Ultra. Which one is better? And that's like asking, what's better, a Ford F-150 or a Cadillac or a Ferrari? It's different strokes for different folks. It varies. All three are different formulas. All three do different things. TurboForce is 10 hours of clean, out-of-control energy. I can't even take a whole pack myself. BrainForce Plus is a long-term acting clean nootropic. This BrainForce Ultra is a super fast-acting nootropic that creates incredible clarity but doesn't last very long. They're all three different formulas. And finally, back in stock, massively discounted, BrainForce Ultra is available at InfoWarsStore.com. BrainForce Ultra, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. I don't like coming to you and saying this could be our last broadcast. Hell, I've been on there 27 years, and only the last year or so have I said that. But let me tell you, the new world order is breathing down our neck. 
the big globalist publications are coming after us, and they're doing everything they can to shut us down. So please pray to keep InfoWars on the air, and please support the local station you're listening to as well. At the same time, go to InfoWarsStore.com while you still can, and get a book, get a film, get a t-shirt, get some supplements, because it's that money that helps us stay on air in the face of this thing. I need your help more than ever now. I want to keep fighting the globalists, but I can't do it if you don't support us. So pray for us, word of mouth, tell folks about the broadcast however you can, and buy great products that will enrich you and your family's lives every day at InfoWarsStore.com. Whether it's high-quality coffee or supplements or books or films, all of it nurtures the soul, all of it empowers humanity, all of it is pro-human and pro-God. Thank you so much. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, welcome back. This is American Journal. We're going to be taking your phone calls throughout the show today. I'll go ahead and open up the phone lines right now. I probably won't take calls until next hour, but give us a call about any and all topics that we're covering today. Of course, you can find all of these stories on my substack, harrisonlsmith.substack.com, or you can go to uh, offlimits.news and sign up there. You can see all this stuff. Give us a call. The number to dial 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. Taking your calls now and throughout the show. Really, our our side, whatever you want to call it, the side of humanity against the technocratic elites is really poised for total victory. We've had victories and here in this country that caused a massive backlash. You can just go over the Trump presidency and see how hysterically they were manufacturing crises. And one of the best ways to do that is look at things going on right now and consider how they're being covered. We'll get into a little bit later in the show the open terrorism by the left against people on the right, murdering right-wingers, saying they murdered them because they were right-wingers, and then being back home for dinner that night because they were let out of jail. Because literally they're like, I killed him because a Republican. And the authorities are like, there's no proof of that. There's no proof of it. I mean, it's the killer telling you that, but there's no proof. We'll we'll get into all of that uh, later, but that's not even really what I'm talking about. Do you even, has, has it even been reported widely that Hurricanes are striking Puerto Rico. Do you remember under Donald Trump when a hurricane struck Puerto Rico and it was the biggest story in the news for weeks and people were blaming Trump for this and calling him a racist for not giving them goods and, and you know support and relief. And then he did. And then the mayor of, or the whatever, one of the leadership, the mayor of the biggest town there just put it all in a landfill so that they could claim that they didn't get any so they could damage Donald Trump. Donald Trump had to – just to deal with his media firestorm, had to go down to Puerto Rico and he was throwing the paper towels at people. And they were mad at that. They were mad that he was disrespectful in the way that he was giving out relief, like just manufactured conflict, anger, fury, and people were, were 
riled up into a throffing, throffing madness. How dare he? He hates the people of Puerto Rico. What's going on? And now under Biden, a hurricane hits Puerto Rico, and it's like on the fifth page of some unread newspaper where they're like, yes, a million million families uh, home damaged. Uh, Joe Biden is on vacation in Dover, Delaware, and moving on to how dangerous right-wingers are. It's like don't even mention it. Don't even care. It was all fabricated under Trump. It's a continuous stream of this sort of stuff. So you can tell you know, that they had nothing under Trump because they made big deals out of things like hurricanes that hit Puerto Rico and they don't care about now because what they have to care about now are all of the actual crises that we're in on the cusp of World War III, getting in deeper to a war with an intractable energy, uh, in, enemy in Russia, riots and you know, revolutions taking place uh, all over Europe. The Biden administration openly going after their political enemies. I mean, it is full on catastrophe on every level. And it's no wonder because these people are not being shy about what their point is. Their point is destruction of this country and the people who oppose them and their absolute role and their technocratic takeover. And so we're really poised for total victory here because, again, what we represent here, while it's misconstrued and lied about by the mainstream media as being something fascist, as being they they just want power. They just hate seeing minorities succeed, like all these lies they have to tell when in reality it's because they, they can't contend with the actual stance that we have, which is things like family good, children innocent. Right. I mean, these are the things that we stand for, and these are the things that they despise. Again, it's not us imposing our view on anybody. It's them desperate to oppose this horrific, damaging, disgusting view on everybody else, and we're trying to prevent that and push back. And I'll show you some examples of that in just a second and some examples of why it doesn't even have anything to do with like religion or morality necessarily. I mean, it's sort of a vague gray zone, but – it's actually science. It's actually just what is true and good and right and real versus what is fantastical and horrifically damaging on the other side. So again, just returning to Giorgio Maloney and the victory of the right wing in Italy, here is a translation of their manifesto. They say this, we believe in a Europe of nations and the union of free European peoples. Because of this, we see the European Union of bankers, technocrats, and fixers as a failed experience. Now we want a new pact, a confederation of free and sovereign nations that cooperate freely on major strategic matters, from security to immigration, from the common market to foreign policy, but without the tyranny of bureaucrats who come to impose their rules on citizens of the member states. We propose to amend the Constitution by introducing a reserve of sovereignty, which prevents adherence to international treaties and agreements that harm our national interest or question our popular sovereignty. We ask that the people have the right to express themselves by referendum on international treaties. We believe the euro is a mistake that has enriched Germany and impoverished other European states and for this reason is destined to soon implode. We want to achieve the agreed and orderly dissolution of the Eurozone in agreement with other European states. This means taking back our full monetary sovereignty and restoring a central bank that responds to the Italians. We oppose the unregulated globalism advocated by big businesses and by big finance with the complicity of the EU. We want to defend our national production, encourage made in Italy, protect our excellence, fight productive and fiscal relocations, and hinder the importation of low-priced goods produced in states that do not comply 
with the minimum conditions for the protection of workers and environment. Tell me what part of that was unacceptable. What part of that represented some sort of you know, catastrophic threat to the freedom of the people of Europe? Nothing. It's actually directly in line with the freedom of the people of Europe. But of course in that statement that we showed earlier, she made the point that what they're fighting for is identity, their own identity. To be able to be proud of their nation, be proud of their their actual gender, be proud of who they are and what came before them. And things like family is the central theme of that. And it's the family that they're trying to destroy. And it's not just that they're trying to destroy it through policy where they incentivize the dissolution of families, right? Give money to single mothers and just allow for this to happen. Like that's one aspect of it, but they're also just openly advocating for this type of stuff. From the newstatesman.com, red love for all. So again, it's a communistic ideal. The point of this article is let's abolish the family. They're not shy about it. They're not, you know, oblique about this. It's it's straightforward and in your face. They say, let us begin by abolishing our, our kitchens. The 19th century silk merchant and socialist philosopher Charles Fourier, Utopia was a kitchenless house. Well, if there's one person I, ne- I need to be looking to for wisdom, it's it's merchants and socialist philosophers. What? <laughs> okay. Just like, all right, okay, that's fine. <laughs> okay, all right. They say if we begin with abolishing our kitchens, what else might we get a taste for destroying and for creating? And a bit of self-governance here, some collectively organized childcare there, begin with the kitchen and we might end up with a whole new society. This is the prim- premises of revolutionary politics of family abolition. Yes, they want to abolish the family. So literally these people are using every hook and crook and machination and lever of power they can get their hands on to do things like, quote, abolish the family. And then when people stand up and go, no, we don't want to abolish the family. The family is good. They say, how dare you, you right-wing fascist. Here is a protest that took place this weekend. Stop having kids. A bunch of weirdo, freaking end-of-the-line, genetic dead-end incels mad at people that they're having children. I mean, this is national suicide. This is Jonestown on a continental level. Parenthood regret is a silent epidemic. It holds, uh, reads one of their signs. Stop having kids is the main banner. Let's stop dumping our problems onto future generations. Can you imagine? They're like, we don't want our future generations to have problems. So let's not let them exist anymore. Let's kill them. Let's eliminate them. Stop having children. Question having kids. Women can be whole without becoming a mom. Okay. Stop pressuring people to have kids. I mean, there's story after story after story uh, about this. And it couldn't it couldn't be more obvious what their goal is. And Georgia Maloney sounds an awful lot like us here on American Journal when she says they're trying to destroy everything that makes you who you are. They're trying to destroy your identity. And of course, we point out it's because they're trying to destroy the things that make you strong, the things that make you succeed, the the things that make you independent and not dependent on them. 
they destroy those, they weaken you, they strip away your shield and confiscate your sword, and now you're their slave. That's all that they're doing. Family is a shield. Those words are a sword, and that's what they're trying to destroy. Just look at these headlines from Reuters. World faces unprecedented global hunger crisis, UN chief says, going into 2023. World Food Program warns of global food catastrophe, looming global catastrophe. The world could run out of food by 2023, major studies say, and the reports go on and on. We told you this was a designed program by the globalists two and a half years ago. We told you energy and food prices would explode, and now they're up more than 40% in the U.S. alone. Some areas of the world, they're up over 100%. The only way you beat inflation and protect yourself and your family is with high-quality, storable food ready to ship right now at preparetoday.com. At a very rare sale of 10% off site-wide, not just on storable food, but survival and preparedness items is happening right now. 10% off at preparetoday.com. And on top of it, any order above $99 gets free shipping. That is a huge part of the cost of storable food. So go to preparetoday.com and protect yourself and your family while you still can. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. You came down to this southern town last night, uh, yesterday, during the day. To show the folks a brand new way of Staying at home. Flip on the TV. I, I never watch TV, and what happened to be on at the time was Meet the Press. There's a reason we don't watch these, but I was struck by just how aggressive the questioning was, and how every question seemed almost like a parody of some sort, some sort of warmongering psychopath desperate to pressure the national government into more war, more war. We need more war. I mean, it literally took on the visage of, of this parody video that we've seen before on this show, but I want to show it again and we'll show meet the press on the other side. But first in case you missed it, just to set, give you the mindset here is from the day today war. Let's watch. A man sees gold in his car. He crashes. Today's historic trade agreement between Australia and Hong Kong marks a new season of hope for the future of world trade. The two countries have been at each other's throats for years, but now the hatchet's been buried by a treaty which allows unrestricted trading between all parties at all levels. I'm joined now by Martin Crace, the British Minister with special responsibility for the Commonwealth, and Gavin Hawtrey, the Australian Foreign Secretary in Canberra. Gentlemen, this is pretty historic stuff. Well done. A future of unbridled harmony then, Australia? Yes, I think uh, Martin Crace and I can be uh, pretty satisfied. It's, uh, it's a good day. And if, as in the past, Australia exceed their agreement, what will you do about it? This is a very satisfactory treaty, which I'm sure will work well. Naturally, if the limits were exceeded, then this would be met with a firm line, but I can't see this being uh, necessary. Mr Hawtrey, he's knocking a firm line in your direction. What are you going to do about that? Well, in that case, we just reimpose sanctions as we did last year. Sanctions? Hang on a second. Successful. They've only just swallowed their sanctions, and now they're burping them back up in your face. I think sanctions is, is rather premature talk. Certainly, if sanctions were imposed, we should, uh, we should have to retaliate with appropriate measures. But I, I think can't... appropriate measures is a uh, euphemism, Mr. Hawtrey. You know what it means. What are you going to do about that? Well, I'd just have to go back to Cabinet. And ask them about what? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's a matter for the military. Uh, the military? I, I, th I think military measures is totally inappropriate reaction, and, and I think this is way, way over the top. Sounds like you're being inappropriate, are you? Of course I'm not being inappropriate. Martin Christ knows that full well. This is the sort of misunderstanding that I thought we'd laid to rest during our negotiating period. Misunderstanding it certainly is. It's certainly not a treaty, is it? You're both at each other's throats. You're backing yourselves up with arms. What are you going to do about it? 
Mr. Hawtrey, let me give you a hint. Bang! What are you asking me to say? You know damn well what I'm asking you to say. You're putting yourself in a situation of armed conflict. What are you plunging yourself into? You'd like me to say it? I want you to say it, yes. You want the word? The word! I will not flinch. You will not flinch from? War. War. Gentlemen, I'll put you on hold. If fighting did break out, it will probably occur in Eastmanstown in the upper cataracts on the Australia-Hong Kong border. Our reporter Donald Bethlehem is there now. Donald, what's the atmosphere like? Tension here is very high, Chris. The stretched twig of peace is at melting point. People here are literally bursting with war. This is very much a country that's going to blow up in its face. Well, gentlemen, it seems you have little option now but to declare war immediately. Well, this is quite impossible. I couldn't take such a decision without referring to my superior, Chris Patton. He, he's in Hong Kong. Good, because he's on the line now via satellite. Mr. Patton, what do you think of the idea of a war now? I'll take that as a yes. Very well, it, it's war. War it is. That's it, Chris. It's war. War has broken out. This is the war. That's it. Yes, it's war. From now on, the day today will be providing the most immediate coverage of any war ever fought. On the front line and in your face, Donald Bethlehem. Standing by, Douglas Hurd. The day today, smart bombs have nose mounted cameras. This is smart bomb Stephen, and that is Susanna Gekeloys. I'll be reporting from inside the fight. Like some crazy Trojan. And keeping an eye on everything that's going on out there at the day to day news pipe, Douglas Trox. Chris, but first the weather from Sylvester Stewart. And now folks, the uh, stay tuned. The that was from the day today. Uh, you know, sometimes parody is more close to the truth than we like to admit. And we're going to show you some clips from yesterday's Meet the Press episode that literally sound exactly like what you just heard. I was shocked watching Meet the Press yesterday, cutting through all of the wishy-washy rhetoric and getting to what they were actually asking. And it's basically what you just saw. But in real You're tuned in to The American Journal. With your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Second hour has begun here at American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. We'll be taking your calls this hour. Give us a call about any and all topics that we're covering today. 1-877-789-2539. Again, taking your calls at 1-877-789-2539. I flipped on the TV yesterday, and Meet the Press was on. Chuck Todd was interviewing Jake Sullivan about the war in Ukraine, about a number of other issues. And it was honestly shocking to me the style of the questions and the purpose of the questions, which was to use the weight of the media to pressure the Biden administration into taking a more aggressive stance on every single front. It really was shocking. So what what I did as a courtesy to everyone, I took the 45 minute or 30 minute segment from meet the press and I condensed it down into about two minutes where you really get a, a good idea of the purpose of the media at this point. They're nothing but warmongers and they're there to give the, facade or the appearance of approval to the warmongers at the Pentagon. They can't be accused of being warmongers. They seem – the Pentagon and the 
you know, public arm of the military industrial complex gets to appear as the reasonable, you know, timid side of things when you have the media so aggressively demanding that they do more. They get to play the part of the even handed, you know, peaceful people. It's really just just mind blowing. So here it is. I, I've taken Meet the Press and condensed it down for easy viewing. Here's a Meet the Press interviewing Pentagon spokesperson Jake Sullivan. Let's watch. All right, let me start with this. We have Russia doing the sham referendums trying to annex territory from Ukraine. Is it a sign that he's losing this war? German Chancellor uh, Olaf Scholz told me earlier this week that there would be severe consequences for this sham referendum. But what are the consequences that he's referring to? Is there something he didn't say that's going to come to Russia sham referendums? Referendum. Folks in the Biden administration have made it clear privately of the severe consequences. I, I guess the question is, why the, why the strategic ambiguity here? Why not draw a public line? Why not send a public message? You cross this line. Uh, Katie, bar the door, Mr. Putin. There will be catastrophic consequences for Russia. You've used that word twice. You've used that word catastrophic just now twice. Should Putin uh, use the definition of his imagination there? Catastrophic is just that, as bad as he could imagine? Earlier this week, I asked the Ukrainian prime minister what Ukraine needs to win this war. Take a listen to his answer. So right now we have five countries that are state sponsors of terror, Jake. The Ukrainians want Russia to become the sixth country we put on that list. Why haven't we done that yet? And we will do so. Uh, I also want to play a clip uh, from my interview with the German chancellor, but he's not ready to say he's lost legitimacy. Take a listen. Vladimir Putin, has he already lost legitimacy on the world stage to the point that he really isn't ever going to be let back in, essentially, to the global order? Um to go after all the crimes that happen and you... He'll be held accountable, personally. We are doing the job supporting the courts. But you're not prepared to say he's already lost his legitimacy? Uh, look, all wars have to end diplomatically at some point. He's clearly uh, being seen by many as a war criminal, is a war criminal, and I guess who many people believe has lost his legitimacy. But you're not prepared to say he's already lost his legitimacy? Can you not say that until this war ends? I ask you a question about the protests in Iran. In 2009, the Obama administration then was a little slow to respond to those protests. Is the Biden administration's response, is, is, is there going to be an attempt to be much more forward-leaning on these protests going forward? The world needs to continue to see these protests and see what they're doing to these women. Jake Sullivan, the National Security Advisor for President Biden, thank you for coming on and sharing your views with us. When we come back... Trying to prevent another January 6th. Just sort of encapsulate it all, doesn't it? it re- I mean, they are so brazen with this stuff. And I didn't even cut it up that but I didn't rearrange anything. I just sort of cut out the waffling or the, you know, where they're couching what they're really demanding, right? What they're really demanding is they're like, why aren't you threatening Putin? Why aren't you openly and publicly threatening Putin with nuclear conflict? Why aren't you doing that? I mean, it was literally from the video from the first five, the day to day. It's just like, you want me to say it? You want to, yeah, say it, say it, war, war, say it, war, say it. 
And then literally they have, he's asking Jake Sullivan, you know, some people like the German chancellor, they're saying that he's lost his legitimacy. And then they play a clip where it's Chuck Todd demanding that the German chancellor say that he's lost legitimacy. And the German chancellor's like, ah, this is, I don't want to say that. He's like, but you should say it. But, but he has, right? But just so you're not going to say, what are you scared to say it? You should just say it. Like just full-on pressure campaign, war in Ukraine, war in Iran, war against the American people, just war on every front. Why aren't you doing it yet? And of course the claim of lost legitimacy, that's the prerequisite. That's the the runway for regime change. That's the runway for going to war with Russia in order to bring about regime change and kick Putin out of office. I mean this is what the press is now. It's not – questioning the people in charge and trying to get the American people a good view on exactly what's happening from some unbiased objective position. No, no. It's about using the pressure and the power of the media to shape the perspective of the American people who apparently can't see through this. I mean it's so obvious. Could not be more obvious. Never once was there any question about whether the referendum was a sham or not, it's just every time he says referendum, he has to put the word sham in front of it. It's just programming. That's all that this is, and it's programming to advocate for and to increase warfare around the world. Despicable, utterly irresponsible of Meet the Press, who is just you know the, the primary, the number one, the, the top dog in the media sphere. And then we actually have like headlines out of this where then immediately after you know that segment airs you get all these stories that are saying uh, the biden administration promises catastrophic consequences for russia right they're just going for headlines this is how the info war is waged this is how the media is engaged in open warfare against humanity itself by not serving its purpose as oversight to the warmongers and psychopaths who run this country but instead who give them all of the excuse they need to do whatever the hell they want who give them legitimacy who insist that they do things that nobody in america should rightfully want but the people of america i guess sit back and watch this on a sunday afternoon and think that somehow this is a responsible way to handle a potentially world engulfing conflict It's beyond irresponsible. It's openly evil. We're going to go out to your phone calls in the next segment. In the meantime, folks, go to InfoWarsStore.com. Please, for the love of God, keep us on the air. I mean, without us on the air, it's just these people running things. It's just Meet the Press and Chuck Todd and NBC and MSNBC either covering up for the misdeeds of the government or actually forcing them into it and then covering up the misdeeds of the government wouldn't it be nice if we had some sort of alternative wouldn't it be nice if there was a media outlet and a media arm that didn't support every evil thing this government was engaged in well there is it's called info wars and they are actively destroying it and we will go away if we are not able to support ourselves through infowarsstore.com we are not unlike MSNBC and NBC and CNN and Fox News and everybody else funded by the largest and most destructive corporations in this country. We are not funded 75% by pharmaceutical companies. We are funded 0% by any of these things. We are funded 100% by you, the American people, the Info Warriors, going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting 
a wonderful product and supporting this mission, this info war, this force of humanity and goodness against the all-consuming hatred of the left and their enablers at the mainstream media. You can fortify your natural defenses ahead of fall and winter by trying our mega immune support supplements for up to 50% off. Vitamin D3, vitamin Z plus zinc, C plus zinc, and this uh, DNA Force Plus, all 50% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Support yourself, support us. One of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. Infowars.com forward slash crypto. That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Objection. Your advertisement from your cryptocurrency page. People care about the First Amendment. And in the cryptocurrency, the cryptocurrency page, people can give you in Bitcoin. Yes. Yes. Ethereum. Right. Yes. As well as XRP, Monero, Litecoin, USD coin, Dogecoin, and Stellar. This is it. Give crypto fun Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Thanks to your donations and your support at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars is able to broadcast free worldwide, combating the lies of the Great Reset. Give crypto fun InfoWars. Donate now. InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. We here at InfoWars are proud to announce the first ever Kava Kava Root Supplement that is now available at InfoWarsStore.com. Kava is one of the hottest new breakthroughs in the natural health world today, though it has been used for hundreds of years in the Pacific Islands for its relaxation and euphoric effects. According to ancient Samoan legend, Kava was given as a gift by the sun god Tagaloa, who they considered to be the supreme ruler and creator of the universe. The Samoan people would drink kava tea during social gatherings and sacred ceremonies to loosen up a little. Nowadays, kava is used around the world by many who enjoy its serious benefits. The new kava chill by Dr. Jones Naturals contains a full blend of not only kava kava, but other herbs including, but not limited to, German chamomile, organic skullcap, and valerian root. We do expect to sell this new product quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at Band.Video. Hey folks, welcome back. We have just more news you can possibly imagine to cover. Here, we're going to go to your phone calls in this segment. Before we do, just a, a brief note on the coming uh, robotic tyranny that's facing us on every level. Yes, they've taken a major step forward into not just a totalitarian, anti-human agenda, but one that will be enforced by unthinking AI robots. It's... Perhaps the most chilling development in recent memory, it's happening in Israel. Let's go to clip number 19. It's called Smart Shooter. It is an AI-guided gun installed on the top of an Israeli checkpoint. That's right, a machine gun controlled by robots tracking your every move. Welcome to the future, folks. Let's watch. Let's imagine an automatic weapon. Ready to shoot you at all times. 
what people in Hebron don't have to imagine. You see here a checkpoint, metal gates, barbed wire, and a futuristic-looking machine gun with a camera lens. This week, the Israeli army installed the, quote, smart shooter at the entrance of Al-Shuhada Street. Many people have already been killed there. checkpoint that gets used by over 200 Palestinians daily. This is, this is what they call freedom in the minds of globalists, including many children when they go to school. Hey, have fun at school. Don't get shot by the robot. This weapon is frightening them even more, as it should. It is dangerous to all Palestinian civilians living in the area. imagine living like this well i don't think we need to imagine it it's coming and it's coming here more rapidly than we would like to believe the story from heretz says this israeli army installs remote control crowd dispersal system at hebron flashpoint army says it is examining the possibility of using the system for deploying approved methods of cloud dispersal as part of quote preparations for confronting those disrupting order it cannot disrupt the order Release the robot machine guns. Israeli military has installed a remotely controlled system for crowd dispersal in the West Bank city of Hebron, which includes the capacity to fire stun grenades, tear gas, and sponge-tipped bullets. The system, still in its pilot stage, was installed at Shuhada Street over a checkpoint in an area that has served in the past as a focal point of demonstrations and clashes between the Palestinians and Israeli military. The army says it's examining the possibility of using the system for deploying approved method of crowd dispersal, which does not include the firing of live bullets. Yet, I will add. Yet. Following publication, it clarified that in its pilot stage, the system will only use sponge tip bullets, despite several incidents which have caused serious injuries. In the West Bank and Israel in the past, the system in Hebron was created by Smart Shooter, a company that designs systems to follow and lock in on targets using image processing based on artificial intelligence. It prides itself on accuracy in hitting targets marked by its system, which can be controlled remotely. Hmm, incredible, folks. So there it is, your next major step towards the technocratic, all-seeing, digital, robotic panopticon of complete and total control. Horrifying, but here and increasing. With that, we go out to your phone calls. Fernando from South Carolina has called in about protecting the country from big corporations. Thanks for calling in. Fernando, you are on the air. Hey, yes. Uh, nice to finally talk to you, Harrison. Good to hear from you. Yeah, so um, this could be a bit of a suicide because I'm kind of giving the enemy the idea, but uh, I've got a bit of a grassroots movement uh, going along where we've got a good group of farmers on board, uh, but we need some funds. We're going to see if we can counter the, counter the the famine that they're, uh, you know, generating by buying up a lot of the farmland that we have. Um, I'm starting this in South Carolina and Florida, uh, where we're going to be buying up farmland and using that uh, to grow crops, to have cows and beef. Um, what a what, and a, then, uh, what a novel idea! Using a farm to create food, Fernando. I'm I've I've never heard of such a thing. Uh, I love it. And I know I know there's a couple movements like this that have cropped up with. Farmers seeing what's going on and realizing that they have the collective power if they get together to oppose some of these corporations and Bill Gates and you know, Chinese communists who are buying up farmland around America. What's the name of your movement and how can people support you? 
Well, uh, we've got a Gibbs and Go. Uh, it's gibbsandgo.com slash ourland. Um, but uh, I don't want to just just say that, put it there. Uh, I wouldn't be going through with this. I wouldn't be uh, here in this position without super male vitality and alpha power. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't follow through with this. Uh, but uh, I'll tell you something. Something that's that's not really uh, known is is the primal youth is usually available if super male vitality and alpha power is not. It's a little gem that no, we don't really advertise here that much. Hmm, interesting. Uh, well, thank you so much. Yeah, uh, thank you for that. Of course, you can find those products at InfoWarsStore.com. Uh, and, you know, this is what we love to see. This is why we do what we do. It's not about self-aggrandizement. It's not about, like, it's so funny. I mean, the, the way people view InfoWars is just so categorically wrong, so completely opposite of what we're actually into and what we actually support. What what Fernando is talking about is 100% exactly what this whole mission is about, inspiring people to realize they have the power to affect change. They have the power to protect themselves against the plots against them from everybody, from the communist Chinese to Bill Gates and everybody in between. They're coming after you. They're doing everything they can to undermine your sovereignty, your security, your ability to be independent and free from their control and the way to fight back against that is to expose what's happening so people like Fernando can take up the, the torch, take up the uh, you know, baton and run with it and actually get people together and do things that counteract the moves that are being made by the globalists. Thank you so much for that call, Fernando. Give us the name of your organization one more time so people can find and support you, especially if they are in South Carolina and Florida. What was it again? Oh, we dropped out. Our land, O-U-R land, reclaiming America. Fantastic stuff. Love to see it. Let's go now to Jefferson in California. We want to talk about voting and, well, voting in person. Is it even a thing anymore now, Jefferson? I understand voting at this point is just the Democrats going through neighborhoods that vote Democratic and voting on behalf of the people that live there. I mean, does voting even exist anymore? Thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Yeah, well, uh, it's actually goes much deeper than one would think. So many um, are saying, you know, it's important to vote in person, which, yes, that is important, but it's not enough because any envelope is a vote that can be compromised. So um, I worked on the inside at the ROV, and I saw firsthand how any envelope that is dropped off at the ROV can then be duplicated. And when it goes into the duplication department, that means that they vote the way they want your ballot to be voted for. Yeah, I mean, God, it's just so... Hopefully that we learned our lesson in 2020 and come 2022 and 2024, there'll be enough poll watchers there and enough suspicion and enough people with their cameras secretly recording that we can catch any malfeasance and misdeeds because our voting system is so porous and defenseless at this point. It's impossible to know what the truth is. People ask me all the time, what is your best nootropic? You've got TurboForce. You've got BrainForce Plus. And you've got Brainforce Ultra. Which one is better? And that's like asking, what's better, a Ford F-150 or a Cadillac or a Ferrari? It's different strokes for different folks. It varies. All three are different formulas. All three do different things. TurboForce is 10 hours of clean, out-of-control energy. I can't even take a whole pack myself. 
Brainforce Plus is a long-term acting clean nootropic. This Brainforce Ultra is a super fast-acting nootropic that creates incredible clarity but doesn't last very long. They're all three different formulas. And finally, back in stock, massively discounted, Brainforce Ultra is available at InfoWarsStore.com. Brainforce Ultra, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. You can go to offlimits.news to sign up for my Substack. It's free to sign up and you get the stories that we do every day but then you can sign up for a couple of dollars a month and you get access to the video vault 120 videos in the folder today 120 good lord each one better than the last in fact i want to start off with one of these clips and we'll go out to your phone calls a little little off topic back to the basics i guess you could say it's econ 101 this representative dropped a truth hammer on the House hearing on corporate influence on inflation. You know, like I said previously in the show, this is... This is the time when the Republican view of the world, the conservative view of the world, the traditional, correct, right, loving, Christian view of the world is primed and ready for a resurgence. Everything is failing on a global level, everywhere that these globalist puppets have gotten their hands on the control levers is collapsing in record time, and everybody sees it. In fact, one of the other things that was discussed during yesterday's Meet the Press, it was the previous White House spokeswoman, the red-haired lady, and it was her saying, you know, if this election in 2022 is a referendum on the Biden administration and the Biden presidency, then it's not going to be good for Democrats. Yeah, well, it is, and it's not going to be. So get ready for that because as soon as Biden got into office, everything got significantly worse, and the only response from the Biden administration to the increasing suffering and decreasing quality of life across the board in this country is to gaslight the people saying things like actually we've had the best economy in the world right now actually we're succeeding wildly actually actually our inflation reduction act is the cure for cancer i mean just full-on propaganda assault to try to distract you from the reality of the situation on the ground you can see with your own eyes that you experience every time you take your wallet out to pay for anything in this country it's obvious how we are collapsing, how we're falling, and they're, the only thing they have at this point is they can't make an argument. They can't say vote for us because things are getting better. They just say vote for us because if you don't, you're a terrorist. Vote for us because if you vote for the other guys, you are an extremist and you can be murdered and we will not even punish the murderer. You are a danger to democracy if you don't vote for us. That's all they have at this point, and they're failing entirely. So let's go to one of these videos. Clip number seven. Here is just some and you know, one of the things that the Biden administration is doing is they're blaming inflation on corporations. They're saying it's greedy corporations that are causing inflation. Of course, they are relying on the ignorance and naivety of the average American to fall for that lie. Let's hear somebody debunk it thoroughly on the House floor. Here it is. 
go down the pathway of providing dollars to people and they don't have to exchange labor, which is the way our economy functions, for money to pay for their goods and services, do you think that leads to a labor shortage, yes or no? Like I said, I believe we're experiencing a shortage of good jobs, not a shortage of labor. And I think it's really critical not to blame working people. For I'm not blaming prices. working people. What I would say is I'm blaming government policy. Because if you're given money without having to exchange it with labor, having to take your talents and abilities and you're getting money as a result, it depends on the, in the industriousness of the individual at that point. I'm not blaming anybody. If you're giving out free money, shoot, okay, cool. Most people are just going to go ahead and take it. We know this, but if you have a legitimate economic choice to make at your kitchen table, I can go work 40 hours or I can go work 20 hours and our living does not change, People have an, their own decision to make about what they're going to do. The point I'm making is that labor shortage, which was created by the quote-unquote American Rescue Plan, led to a labor shortage. And that labor shortage has led to price increases because you had people who had the revenue and the disposable cash flow to buy goods, but not enough goods in circulation to purchase. Mr. Goodspeed, is that an accurate assessment of what's happened in America since Joe Biden became president of the United States? Yes, I think that's a fair description. So let's establish a couple things. Are prices up? Yes, they are. Electricity prices are up. Good prices are up. The only reason why fuel uh, gasoline prices are down is because the president's been basically buying down the price with releases from the Strategic Petroleum Preserve, which, by the way, that's coming to an end as well. We are in a recession. I think we've covered a lot here. Look, I understand the majority party's desire to try to put this on corporate America for raising prices. But if you do not have enough workers working, there's not enough goods produced. If there's not enough goods produced, but everybody still has money to go buy goods, the price of each unit actually goes up. That's how inflation is always created. More policies of the same is only going to lead us further down the road to perdition, which we are already on. With that, I yield back. Thank you, Mr. Donalds. Um, wow, pretty incredible. That is uh, Byron Donalds, who represents Southwest Florida District 19, just giving a basic Econ 101 lesson to Democrats. And, of course, all they hear is, oh, this is an attack on working people, right? They don't even have an answer. They have nothing. The elections in 2022 have to be, and if the Republicans want to win, they will portray it as a referendum, a scorecard for the Biden administration and anybody that's looking around with any semblance of common sense, cognitive, you know, uh, reality. I mean, just anybody that can actually see what's happening has to recognize the Biden administration is pursuing suicidal policies that have only made everything worse. And it's up to Republicans, I guess, to make that argument. They're done in a very thorough way by Mr. Donalds. With that, we go back out to your phone calls. We have David in California who has some very good news about his gender transition. David, what's going on here? Thanks for calling in. Hi, Harrison. It's Bacon again. How are you doing this morning? Good, thank you. Um, so, remember last time we were talking about my transition and I was male, born male, went to female and became back male? Yes. Well, during the transition of coming back to being a male, I've been trying all these other products. I've been trying to figure out a way to boost my testosterone levels naturally. Um, and then, of course, the doctors are trying to recommend all these medications and stuff. And I found that none of them were actually working. So I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to try the Infowars product. So I bought you guys this hair and beard uh, formula, and three months later, my facial hair started not growing, started growing here. Uh, my patches were starting to show, uh, go away, so was, everything was coming fuller. And I'm just very proud that the product works. So the hair and beard formula is a great product, guys. Like I'm just saying, it actually does work. Wow, that that is actually amazing. I, I gotta admit, I th- I thought this was gonna be a joke call at first. I thought this was somebody making no. a joke saying, "Oh, I'm transitioning to a man, so I, I use the hair and beard formula." So I'm sorry, I, sh- I shouldn't have assumed that was a joke. So you're, <laughs> that's real. I'm you're actually, you're actually being serious. Telling you, yes, I am being no very way. serious. Yeah, and uh, of course, the book Alex Jones: The War for the World. That's a great book, great read. You all want to win? Buy that book too, because it's great. Wow, that's so, that's so awesome! I bought, so, I bought a couple of copies the other day, so I'm going to hand them out a couple to a couple of my friends. Well, thank you so much for your support, and I remember you calling in a little while ago to to tell your story. If you can just remind uh, people, sort of the the path that you went through, uh, you were you were born male, you transitioned female, and then you transitioned or are transitioning back to male. Is that right? Well, I like to say that I'm an ex transgender because I've already gone through the because I define the word transition as process. So I'm no longer in that process anymore. So I say I'm out of that transition. So I'm back to being who I was, born male. Wow. Well, hopefully you're you're, you know, having success in that and and feeling as though, you know, you you've you've moved on from a mistake. I guess is is how you feel and and are getting back on track and and being who you were you were born to be. That is really amazing to hear and. I guess you're being helped with the InfoWars hair and beard formula. That's so amazing. I'm sorry. I thought it was. I thought it was a joke. I'm so much happier that it, it wasn't a joke. That this actually has helped you uh, in your in your process. Thank you so much for the call, David. You're welcome. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Oh, that's fantastic, folks. You can get all of these supplements at InfoWarsStore.com. And I'm telling you, we don't ask people t- to call in to talk about the products. People just love the products, and you will too if you go to InfoWarsStore.com. There's a reason that people come back over and over to get Brain Force Plus or DNA Force or any of these. There's a reason they sell out so quickly. It's because they're great. They're good. They help. They can affect your life. And best of all, they keep us on the air. InfoWarsStore.com. It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male path. Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. The best-selling book in America last week was The Great Reset and the War for the World, written by Alex Jones. Jones sold more than 56,000 copies of his book last week. But the New York Times lied about that because the New York Times doesn't want you to know that. The New York Times wants you to believe that Alex Jones is more discredited than the New York Times. The paper that started the Iraq War by lying about weapons of mass destruction and got a million people killed. So they lied about his book. The Great Reset and the War for the World. The historic book 
that lays out the plans of the Great Reset Death Star and exposes the New World Order's plans for global enslavement. Get your copy now at Amazon.com to keep the book at number one and InfoWarsStore.com to help keep InfoWars on the air. The Great Reset and the War for the World by Alex Jones. Now, number one in the world. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Final segment of the second hour. We have just so much to talk about into the third hour. I think this whole week is going to be. I mean, I could just from the stories I have from this weekend. I have a week's worth of shows, so it's just going to be crazier and crazier. We're going to talk about, in the third hour, the FBI raid of a pro-life Christian. Seven children held at gunpoint because the father protected his 12-year-old son from a psychopath at a Planned Parenthood. We're also going to talk about Salesforce CEO showing what stakeholder capitalism is like in Reality, the Great Reset tactic. We're going to talk about the scam of climate change trending right now on Twitter. Hashtag climate scam. I'm telling you, it's like everything we talk about here is just a preview. This is like the preview of the world. This is tomorrow's news today. It's all the stuff that everybody's going to be talking about several days, if not months, if not years, before everybody else figures it out about it. We'll get into all of that and the ongoing war on patriots that's being waged by the FBI and every deep state apparatus. We're going to go out to your phone calls here, but before I do, another revelation from this weekend. Career prosecutors recommend no charges for Matt Gates in sex trafficking probe. Investigators see credibility challenges for two main witnesses in a probe of the congressman's alleged past dealings with a then 17-year-old. Career prosecutors have recommended against charging Representative Matt Gates in a long-running sex trafficking investigation, telling Justice Department superiors that a conviction is unlikely in part because of credibility questions with the two central witnesses, according to people familiar with the matter. This comes just a year and a half after New York Times ran this headline. Matt Gates is said to face Justice Department inquiry over sex with underage girl. Yes, they were very quick to smear him as a sex trafficker, as a pedophile. They were eager to fill the you know, cartridges of his enemies with the ammo of slanderous lies. Of course, it's been a slanderous lie since the beginning. It was obvious from the beginning. Again, if you just looked into what the accusations actually were, they never made any sense. So, you know, just like everything else that we do here at InfoWars, without fear, without waiting to see what the, what the consensus is, waiting to see what everybody else says first. You know, if it's safe that we hold this position, we just looked at the facts and said, here's what we actually think is happening. And of course, as ever, as time and time again is proven, we were right the entire time. But, you know, that's not going to change anything. They're still going to claim Matt Gates is a pedophile. They're still going to claim he's a sex trafficker. Every time Matt Gates post something on Twitter, you'll see the reply guys, all the leftists who will reply to him going, 
oh yeah, you you have time to tweet this when you weren't busy sex trafficking women, right? It just, it gets implanted in their minds. It's there to stay. People are still calling Trump a Russian agent, right? They're still repeating the same lies because the media has them trained like dogs to endlessly repeat whatever it is that they speculate on baselessly without providing any evidence. So again, on March 30th, 2021, they reported that Matt Gates is said to face Justice Department inquiry over sex with underage girls. They were leaked the false accusations that were then being investigated after a year and a half of investigation, a year year and a half of smearing. Uh, It comes out that uh, actually there's no charges because it was all pretty much false, actually. So never mind. We'll move on. Just go ahead and ignore the – you know, correction here and just keep thinking he's a pedophile and a sex trafficker and keep smearing him and keep chipping away at his reputation because that's all the media is good for. It was just incredible. By the way, we went over this at the time, but it was a blackmail operation to try to scam $25 million out of Matt Gates and his father. And it was the exact same plot that had been carried out against other people who were involved in the Russiagate investigation where they're claiming that they need $25 million to rescue a spy that's being held by Iran, and they pulled this scam against multiple people. It was just when they tried to pull it against Matt Gates, he saw through it and refused to go along with it and refused to be blackmailed. And so good for him. He's now been vindicated and did not have to pay the $25 million blackmail extortion money. But that's not what the story is about. The story, you know, The responsible, correct thing to do would be for the New York Times to report on this $25 million scam that's being pulled against important people in this country. They don't report on that. That's just like a side note. They mention it, but they don't draw any parallel connection to the time that had happened previously with Mr. Greenberg, and uh, they'd rather just smear Matt Gates and leave it at that. The media is the enemy, folks. Is it becoming clear yet? Let's go out to the uh, to the let's go out to the f- phone calls. Let's not go out to the media. You're not the media. You're good people who love each other. Let's go to Daryl in North Carolina. You have a confession. Oh no, you're you're the one, Daryl. Where were you on t- at two a.m.? Were you in Chicago in the middle of the winter hunting black people? I think you may have been. Thanks for calling in, Daryl. You're on the air. Uh, thanks, Harrison. Uh, and uh, this is serious. And but first, I want to I want to just give a shout out to David, uh, uh, the trans man who was going back to a woman, and now he's back to a man, and he's using hair and beard formula. I want to say I use hair and beard formula too. And just a quick tip: get yourself a picture of Owen Schroyer, remove his face, superimpose a picture of your face onto Owen's hair and beard, and it helps you with the visualization along with the formula. Just a, just a quick tip. But anyway, um, yeah. Uh, I remember that night like it was yesterday. And I am tired of Jesse and the Osandario brothers going through hell. They've suffered enough. So basically, here's what happened. I couldn't sleep that night. So I got in my car and I went for a drive. Suddenly, I found myself in downtown Chicago outside the subway. I was hungry. It was cold out. It was like 20 below zero that night. But luckily, I had my red MAGA hat and my bright red Donald Trump jacket on, so I was warm. So as I was walking toward the subway store in downtown Chicago at 2.30 in the morning, I saw him. It was Jesse Smollett. I was so shocked. I shouted out, it's Jesse Smollett right here in MAGA country. (laughs) Suddenly, he he froze suddenly, and he started walking toward me. The next thing I knew, we were face to face. I could see the moonlight glistening off his cocoa cheekbones. (laughs) He said to me, yo, MAGA. I come hard against 45, and that's when I snapped. I snapped, 
Harrison. I remembered that I had some string and some bleach in my pocket. I pulled it out. We struggled. I just wanted to bleach you white like me, Jesse. You're so handsome and talented. And I'm just a skinny, balding white guy with a small weenie who can't dance. <laughs> my Thank God. You, Harrison. Thank you. I got to go now. I'm going to turn myself into the FBI. Thanks for taking my call. As you should. Yeah, they'll be showing up on your doorstep with uh, dozens of, of armed guards to, to take you away. I hope this is a weight off your back, Daryl. You know, I know that they're trying to claim that this was an inside job, that it wasn't real, that it was a false flag, that it was a hate crime hoax. But we know the truth. It was all real. And Smollett's just, he's such a nice and and lovely guy. He'd rather take the fall for this and bring healing about in this country than be responsible for more division. Thank you, Daryl, for that confession. And uh, we are calling the police at this very moment to lock you up. As we all know, you, the MAGA supporter, are the most dangerous person in this country, a threat to democracy. Democracy itself, and certainly 100% a racist hate crimer. We're sure of it. Thank you for that. Uh, a, a tragic and and harrowing confession from Darius from North Carolina. <laughs> they think it's real. These people think this is real. They think this really happened. It's incredible, wild, nonsensical, and predictable. Let's go to. Let's see. We got Jr. in New York. You you crashed a drag time story event. Another terroristic act, Jr. Another confession for us on air. Thanks for calling in, Jr. Tell us about what happened. Yes, I'm a terrible person. Basically, uh, I found out about uh, Drag Queen Storytime here in, on Long Island. It's actually in June. <clears throat> and I just showed up there by myself. I was with my wife um, and my bullhorn. And basically, I uh, <laughs> went in. I got some footage. And basically, it was really sad to see how many people actually support this garbage. Um, so I really wanted to be level-headed, but I kind of lost my cool. Like I just like kind of went off on the bullhorn a little bit. And then uh, it was actually armed security there who, who um, he was in plain clothes, but he basically said that he was like, he's like, I'm a civilian. So it makes me feel like there was like some kind of intelligence there. Like there's a intelligence agency or something because the guy was armed. He was, he was pushing me around. I had to, um, Obviously not fight back, or I would have been the one who was thrown out. But, you know, this is what we got to do if we're going to stand up to this nonsense, because this is cultural Marxism. It's the end of the long march. I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, the term. They call it the long march. Of course, yeah, the, the, the long march, uh, march through the institutions that exactly. right, we're seeing the culmination of, we're seeing the outcome of. No, you're exactly right. I mean, what you did, uh, if you're if you're. You know, describing it accurately is exactly what we need to do. Peacefully show up, peacefully let people know that we are not okay with what's going on and be fully aware that the establishment and the powers that be are aligned absolutely against us. This weekend, there was also a drag time story thing at a church in Katy, Texas, outside of Houston, where armed Antifa was there to protect the poor innocent pedophiles and the children that they're grooming. We have so many videos of it. I've just been putting off playing them, but we'll probably play them next hour they are horrific but good job jr we'll be back on the other side one of the ways that your audience you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations right yes infowars.com forward slash crypto that will end up as a clip on your show tonight your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page people care about the first amendment and in the cryptocurrency the cryptocurrency page people can give you in bitcoin yes 
Yes. Ethereum, right? Yes. As well as XRP, Monero, Litecoin, USD coin, Dogecoin, and Stellar. This is it. Give crypto fun InfoWars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Thanks to your donations and your support at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWars is able to broadcast free worldwide, combating the lies of the Great Reset. Give crypto fun InfoWars. Donate now. InfoWars.com forward slash crypto.